Amen. Today we continue with a message. And the Lord with us today. Our strong tower. Our strong tower. And we're talking about the name of Jesus. And we already sang about the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. Proverbs 18 verse 10 says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. That name is a strong tower. The name of Jesus is a strong tower. The righteous run to it or run into it and they are safe. If you have been born again, God considers you the righteous. But you say, Pastor, I, I'm not perfect. We're not expecting you to be perfect. No one is perfect. But if you have received Christ as your Lord and Savior, God considers you the righteous. Because He took our sins and He gave us His righteousness. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Second Corinthians 5, 7, uh, 21. We are His righteousness. So the righteous run into Christ. That's our safe place. Whenever you are confronted with difficult situations and you, it doesn't make sense to you, you cannot deal with it, run into the name. It's the name that God has given to mankind. Peter said there is no other name. We don't know any other name that's been given to man on the earth whereby we can be saved, saved, delivered, freed from bondage. But the name of Jesus, you can always run to that name. You're already righteous, but God expects you when you're dealing with troubles, and troubles will come your way, God expects you to run into that name. In other words, say the name. Proclaim the name. Because that name is a strong tower. It lifts you up above whatever is happening to your life on the earth. It's a strong tower. The name of the Lord is sufficient for the righteous. The name of the Lord is a place of rest for the weary. You can go into that tower, that strong tower, and rest from your troubles. The name of the Lord has so much worth in it to enrich every righteous person. That name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, the covenant, the power of the covenant of the Lord Jesus Christ is in full force. When you use that name, that covenant that God made with Abraham is in full force. That name encapsulates all of the power of the living God. He releases the power of God against whatever is against your life. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. Every situation, every condition, everything in the universe has a name. Your troubles have, have names. Your troubles proclaim their names to you. If it's called cancer, if it's called pain, if it's called weakness, whatever, depression, it has a name. And it's proclaiming its name to you. 
speaking to you. Trying to get you to fear. Telling you, I'm going to destroy you. But you also have a name. The name of Jesus. As that problem proclaims his name to you. Because every trouble has a tongue. And speaking to you. If it's financial problems, you hear it all along. You're going down. You won't be able to pay your bills. I mean, you've heard that before. They're going to repossess your car. You're going to repossess your house. Your house is going to be gone from you. That's trouble speaking to you. Proclaiming his, his name. But you have been given a name. Is the strong tower. Run to the tower. When those thoughts flow through your mind, then begin to speak His name. Proclaim the power of His name. And God has declared, at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. If it's cancer, God says bow. No matter what it is, financial trouble, God says, when you proclaim the name, whatever it is, it must bow. No matter the situation, no matter the condition, God has no respect for any of those things. He is God. He can change them. We just have to believe Him. The Bible tells us in Philippians 2 verse 9 through 11, it says, Therefore God has highly exalted Him and given Him a name. Well, why exalt Him and then give Him a name? He's already exalted. There is something about the name. God exalted him and then he gave him a name. Which is above every name. Everything has a name. He says that, the, uh, that at the name of Jesus, every name must bow. Cancer must bow. Blind eyes must bow. He has a name. That's why we call it. Whatever it is, when you proclaim that name, it must bow. I have no fear of anything on the earth. I got the name of Jesus. There's no reason for me to be afraid. God, that name will take care of me. Did you know the Bible says, I believe it's uh, um, John chapter 1 verse 12, As many as received him, he gave power to become children of God, even to those who believe in his name. When you believe in that name, when you invoke the name of Jesus, you invoke the presence of the living God, and you invoke the power of God, God comes into that very place. When you say the name Jesus, Jesus is right there with all His majesty and all His power. The church has lost that. We were trying to get things done, figuring how to get things done. Walking in our own strength, but it's not by power, it's not by mind, it's by the Spirit of the living God. We just invoke His name, just the mention of His name, just the mention of His name. As you speak the name, and God will begin to fight for you, whatever that situation is. He says, God gave Him that name, that every knee should bow, every knee. God gave it to Him, the name to Him, so that every knee should bow. Sure, doesn't mean that we're until you proclaim the name. But when you proclaim the name, they'll bow. Of those things in heaven, so it doesn't matter where they are. Things in heaven, those things on the earth, and things under the earth, they all listen and yield when you say the name of Jesus. That's the way God likes it. 
God enjoys it. I said it last week. Please, the, train, the reason why God gave us that name, He's using just human beings to do incredible things in the name of His Son who died on the cross. And they mocked and all of that. But now, just His name, just the speaking of His name, changes situation. And God says, I like it. But you have to believe in that name. You have to speak that name. You have to embrace that name. When you embrace the name, you embrace the Son of God. And it works for you. So God says every name must bow. Things in heaven, things on the earth, earth, and things under the earth. That every tongue should confess that Jesus is Lord. To the glory of, in other words, the demon says, I can't handle it. You've said the name enough. I, I'm ready to leave now. Can we quit this saying of the name? I'm ready to leave. I'm not, I'm not making troubles anymore. That's when you use the name. That's when you use the name. You know, sometimes when I'm preaching, I joke about this, you know. Yes, a guy, a guy you, you're making troubles, you're a troublemaker. And a guy is sitting quietly. Well dressed with a jacket and all of that. And you're trying to say, hey, come on, I'll take you on. Come on, who are you? I'll take you on. And you want to fight. And he's looking at you. Then finally, he stands up, takes his jacket off. And you see his biceps, real huge. And say, you want to fight, son? He said, is there any way we can settle this? We're, we're gentlemen here. We don't have to fight. Amen. When you say the name, the devil recognizes. There is no fighting here. I have to, I'll leave if that's what you want. That's what it is. Yield. The name of Jesus. That tower has everything that you need. In the time of Esther... The queen, when the king wanted to marry at least one of the women, they looked for the virgins and the beautiful ones. And they kept the women in a special place. And the king appointed maids and eunuchs to take care of them. They get, the king made available ointments to beautify this woman before they show up in his room. For one full year, they treated these ladies, including Esther, with oil, ointments, fragrant ointments, just for, to beautify her and all the other women before they can show up in the king's presence. Let me read one scripture to you. Songs of Solomon, chapter 1, verse 3. It says, Because of the fragrance of your good ointment, because of the fragrance of your good ointment, your name is ointment poured forth. Therefore, the virgins love it. The name of Jesus will beautify your life. Just stay with the name. He took them one year 
of oil and all treatments. But the Bible is saying the name of Jesus is an ointment. Fragrant ointment. So if something has happened to your life in the past that's making your life smell before men, God will beautify your life with the name of Jesus. Just say the name. And things will begin to change. And your life will be made beautiful. They won't remember your past. They will only remember what God's finished in your life. The name of Jesus is anointment. Sometimes we use ointment for for treating people, right? It's the balm that puts your life together. Even if you are broken... God can put you together and make you smell good before your friends. Before they talked badly about you. But now they have nothing but good things to say about you because of the name. That's why Christianity is such a beautiful thing. I'm glad they brought this to us in Africa. In Europe, I was in this beautiful cathedral, and they, 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 because I knew the, the Europeans and people in America, of course, you know. They brought the gospel to us. And I, they said, stand up in this beautiful cathedral somewhere, maybe Ella in England. Maybe you've been there, Pastor Wendy. But they said, they said uh, stand, say whatever. They make you stand. So I stood up and I thanked them. I said, thank you guys for bringing the gospel to us in Africa. I'm very grateful. You changed my life by bringing the name of Jesus to me. Before we called on crazy gods that they carved in Africa there. And they'll tell you, kneel down and pray to this God. And as a kid, I looked up to this God with a crooked nose as he was carved because the one who carved the God didn't do a good job. And he says, that's God. I say, well, that's, if he's God, he's ugly. You know? <laughs> but that's not the God we're talking about. We're so, talking about the Lord Jesus himself. Who gave his life for us. And now I have his name. And if God be for us, who can be against us? I cannot be defeated. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. You just need to get into that tower. And enjoy the pleasure of that tower. So everything that's smelly in your life is going to be washed out of your life this morning. Can I hear an amen? amen. Yes, it's going out right now. It's going out. It's going out. That's why we speak the name of Jesus. It's going out from your life. It's that powerful name of Jesus. Through the name of Jesus... You can actually live on the earth a supernatural life. A supernatural life. By the grace of God, there was a time in my life when I didn't know much about this power, the power of the name. And lived, you know, with fear and uncertainties and all of that. No more. Don't know everything, but I got his name. And I've experienced troubles just like you. But when, I, when, when, the tro- when troubles come, I run to the name. I kneel before him. And believe me, I can't tell you how much God just... I have so much confidence in his faithfulness. 
He is so faithful to those who call upon Him. You can never, as a human being, in, in your body, the same flesh that Jesus took, if you are still in this same flesh, and you call on the name of God, He'll hear you. Even if you have murdered seven people the last week. That's who He is. If it comes out of your mouth as long as you are in human flesh and you beg for mercy, you are forgiven. He'll hear you. That's how much God loves us. He wants the best for us. He said you are a city set on a hill for the world to see if you follow Jesus Christ. We just don't believe that. We want to believe all the lies and all the things that's happened to us in the past. But God has a table prepared for us. We just need to believe Him. We just need to trust Him that He's a good God and that He loves us. For God, Jesus Himself proclaimed it. For God so loved the world. Not the trees of the world or the cars of the world, but you. He gave His Son. Jesus is a gift to you. Jesus is your personal gift from the Father to you. And you can't see him, but you got his name. That's the gift. Use the name. Use the name. You can actually live a supernatural life. You know, I said it here before. And it makes nothing, it's nothing about me. But I trust him. I trust him. So it's been about 12 years now. And I said to our church, there's not going to be a Sunday where I am so badly sick, I can't move and, and, and pastor can come to church. I've been sick and I come to church. When I'm feeling sick, sometimes I feel sick and then God heals me and I'm going home. But God's kept that for me. I've said in His name, there is no way I will be on a plane and the plane comes down and crashes. I've been saying this for over 12 years. One day I was in a plane and I looked through the window and I saw something flapping from the wings. And the devil says, you see that flapping stuff? That's not supposed to be there. That plane is coming down. I said, well, now this plane will come down first and I'll get out of the plane and it will go crash wherever he wants to go. But not with me in it. You will never hear, brother Jesus is sick. You heard that? Brother Jesus, uh, 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 Peter, John, uh, let's lay our hands on Jesus. He's he's not feeling good this morning. People will look at, what did you say, Pastor? Jesus was sick. That's impossible, right? He is the head and you are the body. Jesus is the head. Can a man's head be sick and his body don't feel sick? Can a man's body be sick, feeling sick, and his head don't feel sick? That's the power of his name. And we can begin to believe that. Otherwise, why read the book about God that doesn't do what he says? Hello? Please don't answer the phone. Okay? But why, why would you read the book of God? That's bothered me. Why will I serve a God that doesn't answer prayer? Whereas he says very well in his book, he will answer you. He said, whatever you ask in my name, I will do it. 
Look, in, in Mark chapter 16, you can actually live a supernatural life. He says in Mark chapter 16, in his name, he says, And these signs will follow those who believe. How many believers do we have here? These signs follow you. He didn't say, these signs follow those who believe and are pastors. These signs follow those who believe and are bishops. These signs follow those who believe and are apostles. No, that's not what he says. These signs follow those who believe. You don't follow the signs. The signs follow you wherever you go. I don't have to feel anything. I've got the power of his name. I just speak the name. I've got the power of his name. You can speak his name to your business. You can speak the name to your children for protection. He says, my son was in an accident. No, you got another son. It cannot be my son. It's impossible. And if that's the case, we're going to raise him from the dead. No. God has angels all over the place. Read Hebrews chapter 1. He says, God sent forth ministering spirits, angels, to minister to those who are heirs of salvation. And I'm one of them. And you are one of them. Angels are around you. Amen. Now, you heard about guardian angels? Yes. We're not just speaking. They're there. For some of us, they have been around for a while. He says, I don't know why God allowed me to be around. He's flaky. He doesn't do anything. Can't believe nothing. Don't tell us what we can do for him. We've been standing around for about 50 years. He's never done anything. We wonder, God, only God, and he loves him. But man, I want to get them involved. Amen. When you speak those words in his name, God confirms them. And the angels get involved. God never fights. Read in Revelation. When Satan rose, it was the angels that rose to fight. Amen. God sits in his throne. When God fights on your behalf, those angels are sent off to do work. Amen? These signs follow those who believe in my name. In my name. Hello? In my name, they'll cast out demons. That's supernatural. They'll cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. That's a tongue that you didn't learn. They will in my name. Everything in his name. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing. Now I'm not telling you to go look for rattlesnakes. Now and pick them up. If you go that way you may not live. I don't know. But what he's saying. You will toy with the devil. With demons. And they cannot do anything to you. If they, he says if they drink anything deadly. It will by no means hurt them. Angela and I watched this fellow, a preacher, that his wife was poisoning with arsenic for such a long time. He was a preacher. He married this woman after his first wife died, and she was poisoning him. And finally, they, he got so sick when she decided she, she'd increased the level so much, but this time she just was frustrated. I'm just going to load him with this stuff. So she loaded him with it. They took him to the hospital. The guy was sick, but he was still alive. The, the doctors, after the analysis, they said he had enough in his system to kill two horses or so. But he was still smiling. And I thought, you drink any deadly thing? If the woman tries it. He goes down, and then he's back up again. Eleven, she said, I thought I just gave him that stuff. He's supposed to die. 
That's the God we serve. That's the God we serve. They shall lay hands on the sick, and the sick will recover. My job is to lay my hands. I can heal them. I can lay my hands. That's not difficult. I'm a believer. Can you say that with me? I'm a believer. Do you have a hand? God says lay it on some sick person. In his name. Lay, they lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. That's all you need to do. Lay, try it. You might like it. Try it. You'll be shocked what God will do. Try it. You leave a supernatural. No man can lay hands on somebody and they, they, they'll be healed. But that's what God does. Through his name, he says in my name, you can do these things. Now in Luke chapter 10, verse 17 through 19, it says, Then the 70, thank God it's not the 12 alone, the 70 returned with joy saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. How did they handle demons? In his name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. I used to wonder, well, they went out praying for the sick. And a lot of people got healed. But they were not as happy about healing people as they were about dealing with demons. And it bothered me. I said, why were they so... I mean, I rejoice, blind eyes got opened and all of that, the lame walk. They were, they, that's not what they said. They knew they were dealing with sickness. That's something they cannot see, things and whatever it is. But demons are personalities. And they understood if a demon will bow in his name, cancer will also bow. They understood it. To deal with demons was even bigger for them. So if they can handle demons, they can handle any sickness, any disease. So they were not happy, much happy, they're much happy about the healing the people, but more about casting out demons. I've had people, because I finally realized that deafness sometimes is caused by demons. And when I discovered that, I decided, this is wonderful. I, will, I, I can make a blind, I mean a deaf person. Uh, here and in Nigeria, they brought this deaf girl to me. Deaf, they told me deaf, one ear. And I thought to myself, Wow, I would do it the way Jesus did it. So I, I put my finger, my fingers in both ears, and and the church was quiet. Everyone was looking, wondering what was going on because they heard. But I was happy because I got my opportunity to try this stuff. Amen. And I put my fingers, my fingers in there. And then I, I said, it's a demon. I can handle a demon. All I need to do is say, come out. So I said, in the name of Jesus, come out. And I took my finger off to give him room to get out. Amen. And then I stretched my hand and said, well, now it's time to test her. And I did this. And she did. did. Everybody went, wow. He's a miracle worker. Are you kidding? I just tested something. <laughs> okay. It's only in his name. Anyone can do it. The power is in his name. The name of the Lord is what? A strong tower. That's your hiding place. When troubles come, go to that name. 
and your deliverance will come. Nobody can take you on when you got the name. Not even demons can challenge them. And look at what the disciples said, what Jesus said. He said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. You know what Jesus was saying? When the disciples said that to him, he reminded him because he was there in heaven when Satan fell. And them speaking those words reminded Jesus of what he saw back there. He says, I saw it when Satan fell from heaven. Amen. Now, God is empowering mankind, not angels. Hello? God's empowering mankind in his name to make the devil to fall again like lightning. He said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Then he said to the disciples, Behold, look, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and on scorpions, not literal ones, but serpents and scorpions, and over, did he say some? All of the power of the enemy. Sickness is an enemy. Poverty is an enemy. You want to put your child in school, they're smart, but then you... That's not good. It's it's some kind of handicap. You can deal with it. In the name of Jesus, I give you power over all the powers of the enemy. And then he said... Nothing shall by any means hurt you. In the power of his name. In the power of his name. Don't tell me, well, I know that pastor there, uh, the devil has been beating him. Uh, If this is true, how come? Be it unto you according to your faith. But Bible says, don't compare yourself with other persons. Deal with God, you and God alone. God doesn't have grandchildren. And, 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 and we are not running a group race. Everyone is running for himself or herself. So I don't care what's happening to that man's life. I need to know what I can find out from Jesus for my own. That's what that. You were not born at the same time with somebody else. You came on your own. Even if you were twins, one is going to come out first before the next one. Everyone on his own. Or our own. So we don't look at what people are doing. We stay with God. In his name, you can live a supernatural life. I'm going to close with this today because of time. And I'll pick this up next week. But this is very important. But before I go to this, let me say this to you. So you consider when you're a Christian. The Bible says, ask. That's Matthew 7, verse 7. Ask, and it will be given to you. What did he say to do? Ask. It will, it will be given to you. Seek, and you'll find Knock, the door will be opened to you. Then God, Jesus added, for, in other words, because everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who asks, receives. Please put that scripture up for me. 
for everyone because everyone who asks receives. Are you everyone? Are you here this morning? You are somebody. Jesus said, ask, go back to verse 7 please. Ask and it will be given to you. Not maybe, will, will. He didn't say ask and if you are a pastor, it will be given to you. That's not what he says. And Jesus cannot lie. Ask, it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock, the door will be open to you. Why? Because everyone who asks receives. It's a law. It's a spiritual law. That's why James says you don't have because you didn't ask. The only reason you didn't have, you don't have, is because you never asked. If you're sick, you can ask God today. He didn't tell you what to ask for. Ask. It will be given to you. Seek, you'll find. Everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who asks, receives. You can receive today. And God cannot lie. Let God be true and every man a liar. What is it that you will want God to do for you? That's the question. As we close. What is it that you want God to do for you? Jesus said, up till now, you have asked nothing in my name. Up till now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask so that you receive, so that your joy will be full. He wants you to have full joy. Full joy for you is the will of God. And if there's anything in your life that is taking your joy, it's from the enemy. And you need to resist it and ask for release from the Father today. And God's going to grant it this morning. Amen? God's going to grant it this morning. What is it that you need from God? All eyes closed this morning. The Lord Jesus is here with us today. Because he told us in his word and he can't lie. Where two or three are gathered together in my name. I am there in the midst of them. He is here today. If you want to receive from Christ. The first thing to do is embrace him himself. You can't ask for somebody that is not a part of your life. Children go to their parents to ask for things. You can't go to a stranger and begin to ask them for things to help your life. They don't know you. But if you're going to ask from God, why don't you let him into your life? The Bible says, I stand at the door. Jesus said, I stand at the door and I knock. If any man hears my voice and opens, I'll come in. So for some of us, Jesus has been standing outside your door wanting to come in. Would you please let him in today? Maybe you opened a little bit before. Now you shut the door. And he's been outside wanting to come back in. You can do that today. At the count of three, if you say today, Pastor, I want Jesus to be fully in my life. No reservation. I want him right now. If that's you, at the count of three, why don't you put your hand up? One. Two, three, put your hand up. Put your hand up. Thank you. I see those hands. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I see those hands. Thank you. 
let's all, let us all say this prayer together. Lord Jesus, I welcome you into my life. I want you to be at rest in my life. I welcome you. You can go, you can go everywhere and anywhere you want to in my life. Take full control and help me to live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer today for the first time, I want to let you know that your name is being written in the book of life. And that if you die today, you close your eyes here on the earth and you open your eyes up there in the presence of the Father. Because God cannot lie. As many as received this, the Son, He gave the right to be sons and daughters of the living God. So God's in your life right now. Now, but before we receive our offering, we're going to do this. Stand up with me today. What is it that you want God to do for you? What is it? We are just entering into the new year. What do you want God to do for you this year? And I'm going to be in agreement with you today because scripture says, if two shall agree concerning anything on the earth, if two shall agree concerning anything on the earth, that they shall ask, my father will do it for them, Jesus said. I want to be in agreement with you today. I may not know what you are, but believe me, by the grace of God, I am in full agreement with you that God will do that thing for you. And I'm going to say this, before the end of this year, you watch out. Write it down and see what God's going to do. I mean what I'm saying, you write it down and see what God's going to do so that you can testify to His goodness. I think the Lord spoke to me earlier to let you know, I will be good to you. He's going to be good to you this year. So what's that thing? All eyes closed, please tell God what you want. If it's strength that you need, tell Him. If you need to get closer to God, tell Him. Whatever it is, if you have a serious need that's been bugging you, and you, it seems like you can do nothing about it, tell Him today, God, make a way for me through the wilderness. You are the way maker. Make a way for me. Make a way for me. And I'm in agreement with you. God, I agree with your people today that in blessing, you bless them. That you will exalt them in Jesus' name. That you will minister to all of their needs, oh God. I'm in full agreement with them. Lord, I ask you to bless your people. Let your blessings come upon them and overtake them. Lord, let your peace come upon their homes. Let your peace come upon their marriages. Let your peace come upon their finances. Let your peace come upon their children. Lord, let them be head and not tail. Let your peace come upon their businesses. In the name of Jesus, make them a light on the hill. In the name of Jesus. God, I know that you're here today. And I believe with all of my heart that you have heard us. Say with me, the Lord has heard us. God has answered our prayer. Thank you, Lord. I believe God's going to do wonders for you. 
It's going to be a year of expansion. It's going to be a year of blessing. Get yourself ready. Amen. Get yourself ready to enjoy the goodness of God upon your life. Get yourself. It seems like I'm just talking, but I'm speaking in His name. And no word in His name falls to the ground. Because God watches over His word to perform it. Amen. Please be seated. Lock the door. We're going to take our...